Raving Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest, Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Bro? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Eric Asher. 
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM MASH icon. Taking you home each and every afternoon, 4 to 6, right here on uh, 106.1 FM. Remember, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Take the show with you anywhere. On the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and also ericasher.com. And our podcast, it's on the Anchor app, but it's on all major podcasting platforms. And for those of you that were looking for the podcast yesterday because of um, uh, the power outages downtown, of course, we lost uh, power about, um, I guess, about 40 minutes into the show. Uh, and uh, so uh, I was able to at least post a podcast of yesterday's show on our podcast platform. So if you'd like to go back and check that out, you can do that at your leisure. Today's podcast will be put uh, on online about 20 to 25 minutes after the program ends. Uh, 504-260-1061. Our guest today, Arnie Filco, will join us on the program uh, at 435. Catherine Terrell of The Athletic will join us at 535 uh, this afternoon. And uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. It's our 500th show. We're excited. Again, uh, 500 shows uh, about to go into the books for us. You can check out that show this Thursday at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. We're also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Our first rebroadcast, 6 p.m. on LAE, 10 p.m. on The Deuce, all on Thursday. On Friday, 9 o'clock Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Also, 2 a.m. on The Deuce every Saturday morning, 5 p.m. Saturday afternoon, Pelican Sports Television. Uh, always at ericasher.com, always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. So a lot to talk about. Uh, again, our apologies for what happened yesterday. Out of our control, they said a critter got lost in a, in a substation. I'm not sure I'm buying that. Okay, I'm not sure I'm buying that. Almost the entire downtown without electricity. Uh, of course, now, I've talked about it a lot on this program over the years. You know, at one time, we used to have skyscrapers and, uh, and, and, and of course, our major banking corridor downtown, which used to, uh, again, was, fl- was flourishing with Fortune 500 companies, major banking institutions. Uh, unfortunately, when you look at New Orleans in 2021, a lot of those areas now are uh, condos and, and apartments. Uh, you look at the conversion of, again, a lot of buildings that were once held banks, uh, once held uh, Fortune 500 companies. Now they're in a situation where people are living uh, downtown. That's great, okay? But, again, we don't have the Fortune 500 companies. Or, again, at one time, this was, uh, again, when you're talking about the South, this was the center of, 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 of banking here in the South at one time. Uh, but uh, So instead of people losing a lot of power in their offices, and they did, you had people that were living downtown. They're living downtown. They lost power last night and uh, all throughout the day. So not good energy. Not good at all. Not good at all. Okay, so we'll get into it. We've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, we'll, uh, as I mentioned, Arnie Fickle will join us at the bottom of the hour. Uh, we'll talk some Pelicans. We'll talk some Saints. Uh, maybe get into a little politics. Uh, talk a little bit about the city as we go forward on today's program. Uh, so stick around uh, for today's show. I did want to mention an article that I read in Bleacher Report uh, earlier today. Jake Fisher is their NBA writer, and he does a deep dive into the Pelicans and David Griffin and what's going on into, again, uh, the hiring situation for the head coach uh, here in New Orleans. And he focused early on Jacques Vaughn, okay, the Brooklyn Nets assistant that uh, was the number one choice for David Griffin to be able to come to New Orleans and to be able to coach this team after he fired Stan Van Gundy. Uh, and it was interesting, but, but really, honestly, it just validates everything we've been saying on this program 
for the last few months. Um, he goes into into the the actual dinner the the dinner conversation that happened that happened between Jacques Vaughn uh, and David Griffin. Supposedly they met in Chicago, and Griffin again explained that he wanted the and, I, and I'm using the words from the uh, uh, from the article again previewed the same level of influence he utilized throughout his executive tenure in New Orleans, where again members of Van Gundy's coaching staff and Alan Gentry's coaching staff often often mentioned that Griffin's preferred involvement in such areas as minutes rotations, and skill development, primarily for players that he has drafted since 2019. Now, with Vaughn, supposedly, uh, Griffin had specific ideas on how to fill out his entire coaching staff, envisioning Charles Lee coming over from the Bucks as an associate head coach. He also wanted to make sure that there will be a starting backcourt next season of Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Kyra Lewis. Uh, there was a, a quote from a Pelican voice in the article which said he wants to have some level of involvement in every decision, end quote. Went on to say in the article, again, in interviews with each candidate, uh, the Pelicans asked for, the, for a coach's 30, 60, and 90-day plans from receiving an offer on how, again, to scheme an optimal offense around Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. Also wanted to each person to lay out developmental plans for the team's horde of first-round picks, including Jackson Hayes, who is a personal favorite, of Griffins. That's according to sources that were in there involved in this article in Bleacher Report. Uh, they also went on to say something that we talked about in this program last week about Sam Mitchell, that, that he, he formed former Timberwolves and Raptors head coach Sam Mitchell, uh, an executive that overlapped to, uh, with him during his brief tenure at NBA TV and also between running the Cavs and the Pelicans. Uh, and, of course, we've talked about that, right? Uh, and NBA TV alumni, uh, there's a fast track into the New Orleans Pelicans. When Cash was on TV with uh, David Griffin, Stan Van Gundy was on TV with David Griffin, Sam Mitchell was on TV with David Griffin. You getting my jest here? Uh, you know. So again, there, there's there's a, a a a trend here when you start talking about who he is bringing in. And uh, of course, we had Chris Miles on this program a week ago today, and one of the things he talked about was again his personal conversation with Sam Mitchell about New Orleans, and that it was pretty much fate or complete that he's going to be the top assistant. Uh, for uh, Willie Green when he takes the, the the job officially after the again the playoffs end, so again he he talked uh, he, he had phoned uh, uh, Mitchell and he asked Mitchell uh, you know t- they talked about the coaching situation etc. But the author of the article also talked to Mitchell, phoned him and um, said that asked him about dealing with today's superstars, such as Zion Williamson, and holding them accountable. And this is what uh, Sam Mitchell had to say, and I'll quote. you got to be able to make, make guys feel uncomfortable in the right way. With players today, players want to be coached. They don't just want to be abused. So, so if I'm on your ass, and you know I'm on your ass for all the right reasons, because I know you and I care about you, they will respond. Mitchell also went on to say, he goes, I'm going to be hard on you, but I'm going to love on you harder. That's his mantra. Now, this pretty much goes back to the, the same thing that Willie Green talked about. We played an interview last week with Willie Green talking to a, 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 a Suns reporter, and one of the things he talked about was, again, not being a guy that really gets on players but really tries to reach them with love and, and, and tries to, I guess, reason with them, so to speak. League personnel expect Mitchell to be considered for an assistance role under Green. We know that's happening here in New Orleans. It'll be a, it'll be a shock. The article goes on to say something else we've talked about on this program. Uh, again, the, the affinity for Fred Vincent and, and Teresa Witherspoon. But neither of those individuals have, again, the background as that first assistant chair that you could say, look, you could have given them the head coaching job. 
I mean, it just wasn't going to work out, especially, again, with Griffin on the hottest of hot seats. But, again, they're expected to remain on Willie Green's staff. Uh, as I mentioned uh, over the last month, they're probably going to be pushed up uh, onto, onto the, uh, the, the front of the bench. They'll no longer be sitting behind everyone. Uh, they'll be there right up in the, on those front chairs uh, next to Sam Mitchell and next to Willie Green, giving them an opportunity to be able to move up the hierarchy uh, of the coaching staff here in New Orleans. Uh, again, they talked about the fact that uh, uh, that Vincent's interview was ex- was uh, exemplary, uh, with the Pelicans been lasted over four hours, uh, and that also again um, that Teresa Witherspoon is supposed to have a, a strong r- r- rapport with both Ingram and Williamson. So nothing we did not know here in New Orleans, nothing you didn't know if you didn't li- if you were listening to this program or watching my TV show. These are all things I've talked about over the last month. Uh, you know, since, again, the, the firing of Stan Van Gundy and, and the coaching search has begun. And I go back to what I've said before. Look, if you're going to lay the, the, the issues that the Pelicans are having on anyone right now, okay, and, and the fact that you've gone two years without having, without having a chance to get into the playoffs, um, you look at, at the, you know, the development of some players, some players not developing. You look at, again, the bad trades for Bledsoe and Adams that you're, again, Every rumor mill out there right now has the Pelicans trying to get, get rid of uh, both uh, Bledsoe and Adams uh, in this offseason. Uh, it goes back to David Griffin. Look, if David Griffin wants to meddle in every part of, of, of the organization, if he wants to be responsible for minutes and rotations and, again, how, who's being developed and how they're being developed, if he wants to do everything that's involved in the organization, well, guess where the buck stops? It stops with David Griffin. He can use Stan Van Gundy all he wants as a scapegoat, and, again, maybe if there was a revolt with the players, uh, with Van Gundy, and he realized, look, I can't stick with this because, you know, this is a sinking ship. But also, maybe, again, Van Gundy pushed back on saying, hey, man, I've been a coach in this league. You've done none of that. And, and I'm not going to be told what to do by a general manager. There's no skins on the wall when it comes to, again, minutes, uh, developing players. And we go right down the line. So that's one of the reasons why we've seen him go after a coach like Willie Green who has no experience, who well, this will be his first shot uh, as, as a head coach, and uh, the ability to be able to manipulate the situation. And we'll see again how long that lasts. Look, if Willie Green is successful, more and more that there's going to be some pushback to David Griffin wanting to be able to meddle in what's going on in the day-to-day uh, with the Pelicans. So we'll see how it plays out. Sam Mitchell coming in, obviously, again, that makes a lot of sense, being, again, Zion's uh, former AAU coach, a guy that's coached, the, again, the Timberwolves and the Raptors as a head coach, uh, a guy that, uh, again, seems to be able to relate to young players because he has been an AAU coach. And, of course, if you're looking to be able to uh, solidify the relationship between, again, the Pelicans and Zion, bring in a coach that he likes, bring in a coach that he trusts, this is a guy he's known since he was a kid. Uh, since he was a teenager, and again, supposedly a friend of the uh, the Williamson family as well. So we'll see how it plays out. But look, make no mistake, the buck stops one place, and it's David Griffin. And that's why, again, this is a do-or-die season. They've got to make the playoffs. He's got to undo the mistakes that, he, that, that he's made. Uh, again, taking away the, the cap flexibility of this team, bringing in two guys that just did not fit, that were supposed to be leaders but didn't fit. And I'm not getting all over Steven Adams because he was not an issue on this team. He just didn't fit next to Zion like a lot of people thought he was, myself included. Uh, again, it's become more and more uh, evident that you need a guy that can shoot the three-point shot but on, that is athletic and can, can protect the rim. Now, again, Jackson Hayes is athletic, can protect the rim. He's got to work on his shot some. 
but again, he I think he can coexist with a uh, with a Zion Williams because he doesn't need the ball to be effective. So we'll see how it kind of plays out. But you know, this is a, this has got Griff's fingerprints all over it. Even the coaching search, looking for a coach that doesn't have a lot of experience, so again, he can impose his will on the franchise. That's why when you go back to the opening press conference of David Griffin, where he talked about a family and collaboration, I don't think anybody thought that that he was getting to the point where he was going to be meddling in the day-to-day what happens on the court. Look, I've never seen a situation where that's worked. Uh, there, there are some situations in the NBA where, again, with young coaches where uh, the front office has, has uh, more, more of a heavy hand on what's going on. Obviously, that's happening here in New Orleans. We'll see if, how that plays out ultimately. Uh, you know, in some cases, the heavy hand in this comes from the players, right? Uh, when you get these super teams like you have in Brooklyn, like we have, with the, again, uh, with the Clippers, also with the Los Angeles Lakers, in a lot of cases, it's not the front office that's making a lot of decisions. The players are putting the pressure on the coach uh, to be able to do certain things. You know, when you have the cachet of a, uh, of a Kevin Durant or, or, a, or a LeBron James. So in this case, you've got a, a guy that, again, started out doing analytics for the Phoenix Suns. No doubt he's worked his way up, and congratulations to him but he's never coached a second of NBA basketball in his life. And now, again, you want him being a guy that's going to be able to tell you what you can and cannot do in in terms of how you're going to deal with your players, the rotations, the minutes, et cetera. Definition of insanity, my friends. Definition of insanity. All right. We'll take a break. We come back. Going to talk a little bit about game six uh, between the uh, Bucks and the Suns. Uh, In the second hour, we're going to talk a little bit about the New Orleans Saints. Look, I'll just preview this for a second here before we go to break. Uh, going into this season, before we started seeing all these losses, I, I always thought the Saints would be a shoe-in for the playoffs. I still think on paper you can look at it, you can, you can make a case for the Saints being a playoff team. But I'm telling you right now, there is nobody, unless you've got a crystal ball, and if you do, can I have the Powerball numbers? I need the Powerball numbers if you have the, that crystal ball because there are so many questions about this roster now. And they got even, again, more questions now with Anyamata going out. Uh, you know, with uh, uh, the this day, the, again, this, uh, I'm going to talk about the second hour. The football gods are not smiling on this team. And, again, we haven't even got the training camp yet uh, with the losses that we've seen off this roster. So I don't know how realistically anybody can look at this team and say automatically, oh, yeah, 17-game season, couple extra playoff teams, Saints are in. I would like to think they're in. I would like to think that, again, that they're in a situation with Sean Payton where, again, his, 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 his coaching prowess well, can push this team over the top. But there are a lot of holes and a lot of question marks, and we're going to talk about that in hour number two. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. I had a buddy of mine call me today asking about a generator. Of course, I sent them, sent them over to Burkhardt. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating Generator Sales and Service with, uh, uh, again, hurricane season upon us. Got to make sure you got a generator to keep the power on, right? Wait a minute. Yesterday wasn't any hurricane in, 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 the, um, in the city, was it? And the power went down. It's every day now. You have to make sure that you have the ability to be able to have backup power at your home because you just can't trust the electric company to keep the power on in your home or your business. At Burkhardt, they do single-day installs. Uh, they have a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your uh, uh, for your generator. And, of course, 24-7, 365 emergency service. Uh, maybe you're wondering about, hey, man, how am I going to pay for this? How about financing is available? Pay it over time. Also, a new install quality check after one month. When it comes to generator sales and service, the experts, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. 
This report is sponsored by SmartMouth, the only 24-hour mouthwash with twice daily use. Stay fresh out there with SmartMouth Mouthwash, the only mouthwash that provides 24 hours of fresh breath with twice daily use. So whatever the day may bring, you can stay sunny with a side of fresh. Grab a bottle today. Available wherever mouthwash is sold or visit SmartMouth.com. 10 Eastbound, your delays are solid from Williams to Veterans. Also be mindful of delays on 10 Eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are solid from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Backups are solid if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. I'm Ed Robinson. Where can I get a nice cold beer and a view of the hottest girls in town? Nowhere else but Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. Beat the heat and inflation at Visions on Dalman Road, where all the smart locals go. Your bachelor party headquarters open from 11 a.m. until the cock crows. Traffic is brought to you by Visions Men's Club, serving $2 beer all day and all week long. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Hey, don't forget, again, we got some fantastic sponsors sponsor our program. Uh, please continue to support those great sponsors. We appreciate each and every one of them. To find out more about the sponsors, or maybe, again, you're thinking about 
utilizing something the sponsors do and you just can't remember the sponsor's name, hey, just go to my website, ericasher.com. There's a slideshow of the sponsor sponsor our program. Just click on the icon, take you right to their website, tell you everything you need to know from menus to, again, phone numbers, what they do. Uh, again, please continue to support the great sponsor sponsor our program. Well, tonight is an elimination game in the NBA, uh, game six. And uh, between the Suns and, and the Bucks, with the Bucks, uh, what, winning, uh, was the last three, right? Uh, and uh, the, uh, you're looking at a situation now where, uh, to me, the Suns have to figure out a way to be able to get Drew Holiday off CP3, especially down the stretch. Look, I talked about it uh, last week, that once they made the, the adjustment and put Drew on CP3, he's really hindered him in terms of his ability to orchestrate the offense. Uh, he's made it tough for him to get into the lane and be able to hit that little little uh, little uh, uh, jumper. Uh, you know, his ability to get into the lane and also facilitate, right? Uh, also, again, the ability to close out games, especially in the last two losses. I mean, normally the ball's in CP3's hand. He's orchestrating. He's, uh, he's uh, making the right decisions down the stretch. Uh, and he's been able to control the game uh, down the stretch. He hasn't been able to do that uh, when, when it comes to the last two games. Because of, again, Drew Holiday and, and the adjustment that the, book, that the Bucks have made. So what has happened is it's ended up with two close losses uh, for, the, uh, uh, for, for the Suns who couldn't close out a game. Now, you figure the balls in CP3's hand down the stretch, they're closing out the game. Uh, again, they couldn't do it because of Drew Holiday's incredible defense. Uh, not just on the ball defense, but off the ball defense as well and help defense, which we saw right on that steal at the end of, at the end of game five. Uh, which, again, and then the pass to, uh, to, to the Greek freak, which, again, ended up in a slam dunk. And, of course, pretty much at that point, fade a complete of the game. Also, look, Devin Booker's playing out of his mind. But I'm going to say this. Uh, he seems like he's getting 40 almost every game in the series. But he needs help. And I think that's part of the issue. You know, on one hand, you're saying, okay, Booker's going to get his. But what are the other teammates doing when Booker's getting 40? Uh, he needs help starting with CP3. He needs other scores. I will say this. In Game 6, they did clean up a lot of the things that really hurt him in Game 5. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, in Game 5, they cleaned up a lot of things that, that hurt him in Game 4. The Suns were able to match the Bucks on the glass, 35-27 uh, to 27 on the offensive boards. Remember, 17-5 to 5 in favor of the Bucks in Game 5. Uh, I'm sorry, in Game 4. Uh, and then uh, in also the 11 turnovers, uh, from Milwaukee to, to, again, Phoenix's eight. Again, remember, in game four, it was 17-5 to five, uh, one, uh, in, in favor of, uh, of Milwaukee, only having five turnovers to the 17 for Phoenix. So they cleaned it up a bit. But, again, you've got to have the ball in Chris Paul's hands down the stretch here. He's got to make the decisions on, again, who's going to get the ball and put him in a position to be able to score, uh, handling the tempo. And Drew Holiday has been a thorn in his side. It's why I said what I said yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, look, if the Bucks win the series tonight, more than likely Middleton's going to be uh, the MVP of the finals. But I'm going to say this right now. There is no way, no way on God's green earth that the Bucks win a championship without Drew Holiday. His defense on CP3 has been exemplary. Uh, also, Booker as well. I mean, just again, in uh, uh, you can see, just body to body on Booker. Then, Look, he struggled early in the series in terms of knocking down shots. He's been knocking down shots over the last couple of games. Uh, hitting the boards, that's another thing, at the guard position, hitting the boards, and then facilitating the offense. You know, I'll go back to what I said yesterday. 
I mean, remember when everybody was saying you couldn't play point guard for the New Orleans Pelicans? He's playing point guard for the Bucks right now and, and putting them in a position to be, be successful. More importantly, again, the defense that he's played on, on, on Chris Paul, making him work every single possession. And it, it wears on Paul. To, again, at the end of the game, look, he's gassed. He doesn't have the type of energy. And look, they're playing him a lot of minutes right now. So give a tremendous amount of credit to Drew Holiday. Look, he probably won't get it, but he's deserving of the MVP if the Bucks win it all tonight. Uh, and then it goes back to what the Pelicans got for Drew Holiday. Uh, Bledsoe and then Adams by way of Oklahoma City. And then, of course, two first-round picks from the Bucks that are future picks, some pick swaps. Look, I know that, that, that Drew, again, if you put him on a lie detector, he wanted out of New Orleans, he wanted to have a chance to be able to do what he's doing right now, which is get into the finals. He never, he was the, the, a solid citizen. He never really pushed his way out the door. It was almost a handshake agreement between him and the organization. They were going to try to move him into a contender, and they did. They did. But when you look at what he's doing for this team, and then you look back on what happened with this team, this Pelican team this past season, come on. Lack of leadership, uh, the inability to be able to play defense when you let your best defender go out the door. I mean, uh, look, the hope is that those assets can be utilized either, again, to bring players in down the line that can help this team win a championship or ultimately use those, those picks now to be able to, uh, to get better so that you're in a position to get into the playoffs and start moving toward a championship. But uh, if you want to grade this trade right now, oh, come on. Uh, the Bucks won the trade. The Oklahoma City Thunder won the trade, not the New Orleans Pelicans, and that's for show. Sure. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. Going to be joined by Arnie Filco. Uh, a lot to talk about with Arnie. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get into that uh, when, when, he, when he joins. And look, you know he's going to be gloating, right? You know he's a huge Milwaukee Buck fan. Only thing I can do is just hit him with an Aaron Rodgers uh, uh, comment because, again, obviously he's in mourning right now, not knowing if his quarterback's going to show up for camp or not. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, Arnie's going to join us in just a couple minutes. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire. Family owned and operated since 1972 by the Piazza family. Look, they're your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tire. If you're in charge of a fleet account for your company, this is where you got to go. Uh, if it's, even if it's your personal vehicle, it's out of warranty. At Southern Tire, they'll treat your vehicle like their own. Uh, if you're looking for a shop you can trust, you found it at Southern Tire. Latest diagnostic equipment that's available. The most modern equipment available. Uh, if the dealership has it, Southern Tire has it. ASE certified technicians. Same as you get at the dealerships. The, uh, the, the Piazza family has them over at Southern Tire. But you're not going to get those dealership sticker, pro, sticker shock prices when you go in to have your car repaired over at, uh, over at Southern Tire. The Piazza family, again, putting their stamp of approval on, on making sure, again, your car, when it comes off that rack, everything's going to be done right the first time. And you're going to feel confident and, and comfortable, again, with dealing the, with my friends over at Southern Tire. So whether, again, you're looking for tires, wheels, or you need repairs on your vehicle, it's a one-stop shop for you. Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 737 that's 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com uh, and check out all the service they've provided to their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, it's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. 
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apathy. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Whether you're looking to purchase, build, remodel, or refinance, Jefferson Financial can help. Let our specialists help you fulfill the American dream. The mortgage specialists at Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union can assist with securing your first home, upgrading to your dream home, or a simple cash-out refinance. We offer some of the lowest rates in town. Our focus is keeping you and your family moving forward, making memories for a lifetime. Visit jeffersonfinancial.org to learn more. Insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender. something they got to figure out. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, taking you home each and every afternoon right here on 106.1 FM 4 to 6. Don't forget our podcast available on all major podcasting platforms. Anchor is the home base, uh, but all the major podcasting platforms. And, hey, don't forget also, uh, this week, the 500th show, our 500th edition of Inside New Orleans Sports Mike Dettelier of, uh, of WWL uh, Radio is going to be my guest. Uh, that I'm looking forward to that. And again, Thursday, Friday, uh, and, of course, at your leisure at ericasher.com and on our social media platforms, you'll be able to catch the program. But 500 shows will be in the books after this week. We are so excited about it over at WLAE-TV. And, of course, yours truly as well. Joining me on the program now, one of my dearest friends and a guy that absolutely loves this city. Uh, he's done so much for this city. 
his uh, role in saving the New Orleans Saints, giving up his dream job as executive vice president for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, then, of course, taking on the, uh, uh, the arduous job of being a city council member in the aftermath of the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country. He did everybody proud uh, by, again, his time uh, serving in the, as a uh, first-time uh, politico uh, on the city council, was a leader for this city. Uh, did so much to be able to turn things around. A lot of that was of the great things that he did that they really set a path on this being a modern city once again. Uh, were undone uh, by Mitch Landrieu, unfortunately, when uh, he took over as mayor. But nevertheless, again, some of the things still are, are out there, uh, like, again, uh, well, some of the things he did with Nord and others. And he, even again, uh, although he's not involved in city government anymore, uh, he still is involved day-to-day in trying to be able to make things better for those that live here in the city of New Orleans. Joining us on the program, none other than former Executive Vice President of New Orleans Saints, former New Orleans City Council member, Arnie Philco. Arnie, how are you? Hey, Eric, how are you? Boy, that's some introduction. My goodness gracious. Checks in the mail, right? You told me that before we started. Checks <laughs> in the mail. Look, you can use Venmo if you'd like. I mean, I'll get, I'll get it quicker. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll make sure that we deliver it in the right way. Don't, don't worry about it. Well, Thanks for go. having me. I, I appreciate it. And uh, um, yeah, as you said in your, your intro, there's a couple of projects that I'm working on that are, um, you know, really exciting. And I, I appreciate the opportunity to share them with your listening audience. Uh, first, I think you, you've heard about this one before, but we are really making great strides on the fundraising for the Ninth Ward Stadium. Um, I think we're going to have some pretty good news uh, in the coming months here, but we are off to a really good start and have raised, uh, you know, a pretty significant amount so far. So um, for all of those that don't know, we have been working on uh, the building of um, a, a state-of-the-art first-class facility for high school, mm-hmm. middle school students in the Upper Ninth Ward that will be open and available for all uh, public school students in Orleans Parish. Uh, it'll have uh, football, it'll have track and field, it'll have soccer and uh, some other things that we're working on, and uh, we assembled a great group of leaders. We've created a corporation, and really over the last year, uh, you know, kind of under the radar, we have been you know, raising money and going after revenue sources to help us build that. So, um, you know, stay tuned is probably the best answer I can give to you. We aren't there yet, but we really have made great progress, and, you know, I am feeling more and more confident every day that we're going to be uh, successful in building really something very special because we haven't built a new stadium um, in New Orleans in decades. And, yes. you know, uh, pretty much everybody crams into uh, Tad Gormley and Pan American. Um, but we have such a great need for our public schools uh, to have another facility. And uh, we think this is going to be it. So just stay tuned on that one. And then Eric, you know, Arnie, uh, before you go to before you go to the next project, I, I do want to talk about this a little bit because I got to tell you, when, when it first came out about the Field of Dreams, and of course what happened with the money, where that money was squandered, and of course, uh, you know, the, the Saints were involved in it. Uh, you were involved in it as a council member trying to get it done. You ended up going to the NBA uh, 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 Retired Players Association. 
Uh, again, the, the powers that be that were involved in that, again, uh, uh, really liquidated the bank accounts. You know, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, there is no way anybody's ever going to get involved with that project again. I got to tell you what, I was surprised and, and shocked that, again, that you put your name, your reputation on the line to get that done. Early. You brought Deuce McAllister on with you. You brought a, a group of people that you trust that work with you on, on Nord as well uh, to be able to get that done. And the fact that your name is on this thing now, I think, gives people, again, a, a little bit more of a, um, of a pause to say, you know what, maybe I'll give it a second chance. Because I'm not sure most people would have either, either contributed or even got involved in this situation, especially after the expose that Lee Zurich did on Fox 8 kind of explain again what went wrong and again what happened to a lot of the funds uh, that were quite frankly again misused and stolen uh, by those that again had the fiduciary duty to get this uh, stadium built uh, you know again some uh, decades after Katrina well you know this is a labor of love Eric Uh, you know I have to tell you the one thing that I you know probably have expertise and I don't have much expertise in many things but is is youth and recreation and uh, these are my love my areas of love and you know, so when I when I saw Lee Zurich's story a year ago, um, I told Lee right from the beginning, I, I'm going to step in. I'm going to put a, a solid group together. You know, I can't turn back the clock as to what happened with the past group and the past efforts, but we can move forward prospectively, and um, and that's what we've done. I mean, we have a group of uh, uh, 10 to 11 board members. We are working tirelessly uh, to raise the money. We have a cooperative endeavor agreement now with uh, uh, the New Orleans public school system that lays out the entire project in a very transparent way. Um, we we have uh, got the political support of really everybody from you know federal, state, local leaders, uh, all in support of this project. We've worked the community to get their confidence back. So we've done it the right way the last year, and you know now we're on the most important part, which is raising the money. And I will tell you that, you know, when this project started by the former group ten years ago, it mm-hmm. was uh, you know maybe a million and a half to two million dollar project. I can tell you right now this project is between five to eight million, and wow. um, we are going to build something that our community can be really proud of. And uh, and our, my, not only my name, but the names of all of the people involved are sure. on this project, and we just aren't going to fail. Failure is not an alternative on this, and, you know, given the success we've had just in the past few months, I don't have any doubt that, um, you know, we're going to have some really good news sometime early 22 uh, to be able to tell our community. Uh, that's fantastic. We talked about it on and off the air, Ani. The lack of facilities for high school sports in our town is embarrassing. Uh, the fact that we have not built the stadium uh, in decades, uh, the need uh, across the board for, for again, public and, and private high schools as well to the play in, even Nord at times, okay? So this is a great project, and I'm glad it's getting off the ground. But it's not the only thing you're involved in, is it? Uh, tell no, us a little about no, starting my, block. No, I got a second program that I wanted to, um, to be able to promote. Um, it's called the starting block, and um, this started with um, – Candidly, a, a, a deep friendship between Leah Chase, who I think everybody in New Orleans knows, and myself. I used to go over to Dookie Chase Restaurant, and Leah and I would sit in her kitchen, like many people did, by the way, and we would just talk about life, and we would talk about her interests and what I'm doing. You know, Leah was one of the first people when I decided to run for office that said, I'm going to get behind you and support you, and we, we were just dear friends. And when she passed away a couple of years ago, um, I approached her, um, 
you know, her, uh, her son and her daughter, uh, Dookie Chase and uh, Stella Reese Chase. And I said, let's do something together that would really be important. So we have put together a program called The Starting Block, and it is a program for high school students uh, throughout, the, throughout the area, not just Orleans Parish, but all of the adjoining parishes as well. It's a program for high school students who have an interest in a career in sports. And they, the students will go through a, uh, 18 month program, um, that will help them learn about every facet of sports, how to be a coach, a general manager, the Eric Asher of the sports broadcasting world, sports medicine, business, you name it. So that when these kids come out and they, and they're about to go to college, they're going to have a foundation that is really going to be helpful for them. We have had, we have incredible partners, Tulane University. It's handling all of the teaching uh, through the sport through Tulane Sports Law Department. Um, we have some uh, terrific partners in the community: uh, St. Augustine High School, uh, the Hispanic Chamber, uh, Toro Synagogue. Um, I mean, each one, save one, son of a saint, the Metairie YMCA. You name them, we've got them working with us on the educational piece, and uh, we're going to weave into each of the classes. Um, some societal justice issues. We're going to talk about the history of the African-American, Latino, Jewish communities. Um, we're going to talk about societal issues because I think it's important that the next leadership in the sports world, and we're seeing this today, you know, not only have a great X's and O's background in sports, but they also understand some of the other social justice issues um, that athletes are, are, have a role in and a voice in today. So, um, the program is that uh, you can find it. Anybody listening, you can go to the website, mm-hmm. which is the startingblocknola.com, startingblocknola.com. The first class will be selected in a month. It'll be comprised of 30 students. Um, again, these are high school students, primarily 9th through 11th. Uh, but if you have an 8th grader or a senior, we, we certainly would entertain that application. And... Um, you know, we'll make the we'll, we'll select the class in, in mid to late August, and the first class will begin in October. And we'll be rotating the classes again. Classes will go over an 18 month period, and they'll mm-hmm. be held all over the area. And then the other exciting part of it is during the summer, in between the first and second year. So next summer, each of the students is going to get a listening opportunity. Excuse me, a shadowing opportunity with a local sports organization here in New Orleans. So. You know, if we have any aspiring sports broadcasters, we uh, will be feeding them to uh, the very best, Eric Asher, and he can uh, instruct them about how you get in the field and what is what's involved. But we're going to do that with all of the kids and in multiple disciplines. So um, this is a first-of-a-kind program. I'm not aware of this anywhere in the country. Um, there's a lot of sport management programs now at the college level, and yes. very few jobs, as, as you and I both know, how hard mm-hmm. it is to get into sports. But these kids coming out with two years of education and then practical experience, they're gonna they're gonna have a be a step ahead of the game. So, anybody interested that has high school students interested in career in sports, go to the website thestartingblock.com. There's a brief application, a very short essay that has to be written, and you can file the application online and you'll be in the queue now only is that the starting block nola.com or the i'm sorry the starting yeah the starting block nola.com the starting block 
NOLA.com. Thanks, Eric. There you go. Fantastic. Arnie, I do want to ask you about your Milwaukee Bucks. I know you're on pins and needles right now with Game 6 and Elimination Game. Uh, you've been a lifelong Bucks fan going back to when you were a kid. Saw the first uh, championship with Oscar Robinson and Lou Alcindor. And now it's come full circle with the possibility of your Bucks winning it all tonight. Talk about it. Wow. Eric, I, I, you know, I am so excited. I mean, you know, you know I'm a Wisconsin guy and, you know, live and die by the Packers and other Wisconsin teams. But I have been a Bucks fan. Um, since I, you know, since the Bucks came into existence, since 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 the coin flip for the Bucks to get Lou Alcindor versus mm-hmm. uh, 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 the guy from uh, Phoenix, Neil, um, and Neil Walk, I, Neil Walk, yes, that that was the coin flip. And mm-hmm. you know, I got to tell you, I've been listening all day to uh, to local radio in Wisconsin, and they have brought up the great names of 1971. It's been 50 years, and just a little while ago, I shot an email to about six former Bucks who were part of the NBA retired players, and I said, yes. "Guys, you know, you all played at different times. You know, Junior Bridgman and Cindy Moncrief and mm-hmm. Harvey Ketchings, and I said at different times you contributed to this franchise history. Tonight is the biggest game in the history of this franchise, and they're expecting seventy. They're expecting sixty-five thousand people." Outside of the arena, it's amazing. Sixty-five thousand people in an area that they created, and you've been watching it on TV. Plus a mm-hmm. full house inside, and uh, yeah, we're all on pins and needles because Phoenix is good, and it's you know we we have won the last two games mm-hmm. by a sliver. And I know there's a lot of CP3 fans here in New Orleans, and, and sure. look, I love Chris too. I you know I hope he ultimately wins the championship, but. For 50 years, people have been waiting for tonight, and uh, I'm just hoping that uh, this is the night. Because if it if it does go to Game Seven, I, I think that's very difficult. So um, it'll be fun. I, I, I will yep. say it's nerve wracking. It's interesting. Every great buck is going to be in the arena uh, tonight. Who knows? Maybe even Aaron Rodgers, who is a part owner of the Bucks, you know, might. Uh, might, might find his way into Milwaukee. Uh, people have been speculating about that all day. But, um, yeah, it's a special night. You know, I'm not a huge – I'm really not that big of an NBA fan normally. Right. But um, there's really only one team that I – I mean, I love it's the childhood team. I do, I do cheer for right. the Pelicans. But my team has been the Bucks, And this finals has been really exciting. Every game, for yes. the most part, has brought some suspense and excitement. So, you know, there's a saying – there's two sayings in Milwaukee right now. One is Bucks and Six, which they've been chanting for a month, and the other is called Fear the Deer, which is the other local uh, slogan. So I'm I'm hoping Eric to be texting you at about ten thirty tonight with uh, <laughs> champagne and well maybe maybe not champagne maybe old Milwaukee beer and old style oh, and, uh, some other things with bratwurst because we've got a bratwurst on the grill and uh, ready to celebrate tonight. There you go. Well, I'd like to say best of luck, but you know I'm pulling for the Suns. But uh, if look, this is one where you don't feel bad if either team wins because, again, both franchises, it's been a long time for each one of them. Both have, been, again, some, some New Orleans influences on them. So we'll see how it kind of plays out. Arnie, before we let you go, I got about a minute left. Why don't you throw out the websites for both of the uh, of the uh, situations you've been you're involved in? Both, sure. and that way, if anybody wants to give or get their children involved, they can do that. Sure. Well, again, anybody wanting to be in the sports um, education program, it's called the starting block, and you can find it at 
the startingblocknola.com. Uh, you'll find everything about the program, all the details in the application. And again, August 1 is the deadline for applying, so you only got a couple weeks. And then anybody interested in the Ninth Ward Stadium, uh, go to um, com, and it's the number 9, com. You could find out everything about the project, who the leadership uh, is. Uh, there is a, a section to donate on there if you were so inclined, and um, you'll learn you'll learn a lot about it. But these are two really good community projects, and you know a lot of thanks to you know my board members on on each of them, uh, the elected officials. They've been extremely helpful, um, and um, you know we're especially on this ninth board stadium. That's the fundraising one. We you know, we got some work to do still, uh, but we're we're making great strides, and it'll be pretty special, hopefully, in another six to twelve months to be able to do a, you know, a ceremony of groundbreaking and be able to yes. build something special for the ninth ward of New Orleans. No doubt about it, Arnie. You're the best, man. Thanks so much for everything you do for our city, and of course, uh, appreciate you as a friend as well. We'll talk soon. All right, Eric. Love you. Take care of yourself. Be well. That's my man, Artie Philco. And for those that are asking how come he's not running for mayor, remember they moved away and they just got back. There's a five-year prohibition on him running for mayor. Otherwise, I'd have pushed him into the race. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. We'll be right back. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeAtInsAgency.com. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. So 
you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Uncle Bear's Dry Rub is a uniquely crafted blend of spices made right here in Louisiana. A perfect partner for meat, fish, veggies, and more. More ingredients, more flavor. Uncle Bear's Dry Rub. It's grizzly good, y'all. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now, so let us tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. <laughs> Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Power your passions for less during Dell's exceptional Black Friday in July event. Enjoy up to $400 off high-performance Dell XPS laptops and desktops along with next-level Alienware systems, all powered by Intel Core processors. Shop special prices on stunning Dell monitors, top brand electronics and accessories, Plus, enjoy free shipping on everything. Don't forget to ask for Intel when you call 800 by Dell. That's 800 by Dell. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. AC goes out, don't sweat it. Burkhardt will be there for you quickly. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Doesn't matter what brand you have at your home. They're authorized to service all brands. For a company you can trust, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Thanks to Arnie Philco for joining us on the program. Catherine Terrell will join us at 535 from The Athletic. I'm Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? What we've got here is failure to communicate. Stick to the truth is what you're good at. Every afternoon, four to six, iHeart Radio app, tune in radio app, take the show with you anywhere. We're on the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and also ericasher.com. Don't forget about our podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms, Anchor being our home base. We try to post that about 20 minutes after the program, unless the power goes out around the city, and then it makes it almost impossible. But for those who are looking for yesterday's program, uh, you can find that on our Anchor app and, of course, on all the major podcasting platforms. We're able to post that for you uh, this afternoon. Uh, 504-260-1061. We're going to have uh, Catherine Terrell at the bottom of this hour. Don't forget about the 500th uh, edition of the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. That will happen this Thursday at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. We'll be live streaming that on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Our first rebroadcast on Thursday, 6 p.m. on LAE, 10 p.m. on the Deuce, WLAE-TV 2. On uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock Pelican uh, Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television uh, every Saturday afternoon. And, of course, always at ericasher.com. Always on our social media platforms, at eric underscore asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. A quick note before we go to the phone lines. Quan Alexander, former LSU Tiger, of course, with the Saints last year, is making a free agent visit to New Orleans, according to Adam Schefter. So uh, we'll see if that's going to happen, uh, uh, how far he is in his um, rehab of his Achilles tendon, Achilles tendon injury, and ultimately if, if they can reach an agreement, he would be a good player to have in case one of these young linebackers don't emerge as uh, they're, they're hoping they will. Uh, and, of course, if Quan can stay healthy as well. All right, let's, uh, let's grab a call before we, we jump in and talk a little bit about the New Orleans Saints. Tiger Terry is in the house. Hey, Terry, how are you? I must have had a senior moment. I was trying to find the wrong station. But, hey, I'm at. You know, I, football season's getting pretty close, and I like to thank all these people who never wore a mask and never got the shot because now I don't even know if I get to go to UCLA because they don't know how many people they're going to let in the stadium. I really appreciate all y'all that, you know, didn't want to get the shot and stuff like that. I, you know, I hope you got it, Eric, and everything. But Sure did. Just think, the Saints are going to have, you know, like 10, 15% of the people in the stadium. LSU's not going to have their whole stadium full. They don't know how many people are going to be allowed in the Rose Bowl. You know, if you're an LSU fan or college football fan, I mean, that's like 
going to Lambeau Field for the, you know, in the NFL, college football. That's the college football. And um, so I was really looking forward, but they don't know now. You know, I really like to thank all everybody out there who didn't get the shot. Don't think about the shot. You know, I, I, I guess I'm staying on, I'm getting on my uh, soapbox because um, it really affects me. And it affects anybody that wants to be able to go outside. I mean, I gave up playing mm-hmm. golf for four months because I stayed inside. And, you know, except for playing basketball, when I used to elbow you on each court at Alma <laughs> Peter, playing golf is what I do when I retire. But I right. stayed in. I never did anything like I stayed like I was supposed to. But, you know, I had people who refused to wear a mask. And now, look at it now. All the people who refused to get the shot are going to cause everybody who got their shot not to enjoy – like, hey, they could probably cancel Jazz Fest again, you know. And, and if they do that, don't look at. I mean, look at it right now. Is that New well, Orleans? Let me say this, Terry. Right? First of all, I don't think they're they're going to they're going to cancel Jazz Fest. Now, could there be a situation where you have to wear a mask? Possibly. Where there's 46 days until the uh, until LSU kicks off against um, UCLA in Pasadena. A lot of time between now and then. Uh, hopefully, again, we'll be in a situation where uh, the stadium will be full. I know they were, they were trying to be able to pass a mask mandate up in Los Angeles, but the sheriff refused to go along with it because he said it's impossible to be, able to, um, uh, to be able to police. And then on top of it, he thinks it sends a bad message uh, to those that have already gotten the, uh, gotten the uh, uh, vaccination. That, again, you've done everything that's been asked of you. Now you've got to wear a mask again. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. As far as the Dome goes, Again, the mayor has warned uh, for, for outdoor events, indoor events, that masking may be necessary if this Delta variant, uh, again, kicks up the, uh, uh, the, the, the positivity rate here in New Orleans. And we know she's quick to be able to do that. But we got some time, okay? The Jazz Fest is in October. Uh, the Saints don't kick off in, until September. And, of course, we're 46 days away from LSU uh, heading over, to, um, heading over oh. to Pasadena. But your point is well taken. If people were getting vaccinated, we would not be in the position we are right now, uh, where, again, barely over 50% vaccination rate in the city of New Orleans. You go to other places around the uh, metropolitan area, especially on the North Shore, uh, out in the River Parish, um, so River Parishes as well as um, uh, out in Cajun Country, uh, the vaccination rates are very, very low, and we need to get those things up so that we can have an opportunity to get out and enjoy, uh, again, the festivals, football games, high school, college, and pro without, and again, any limitations. You know, Eric, I mean, I get off that now, but looking forward to LSU football season. Uh, I think Coach O is going to be on a hot seat. You know, I really do believe that. I don't think there's any doubt. What? I don't think there's any doubt he's on the hot seat. I mean, you know, you got uh, what they got, the quarterback situation, what it was for years. No, but they never had a quarterback until Joe Burrow came in. They always, oh, we don't know. Well, this year they got two or three quarterbacks that can play and new defensive coordinator, and they open up with UCLA. And that is, let's just say, a must, must win, you know, to start the season off, and then you go down the stretch. And, of course, as long as uh, Nick Saban's coaching at Alabama, I hate to say this, everybody in the SEC is playing for second place. Mm -hmm. Except every now and then somebody might jump up and beat him, but I don't see a lot of teams going to beat him again this year. So it's just – Really, really, I cannot wait after last year's season. And like I heard the commissioner say, they're not going to postpone games this year. That's correct. They're going to forfeit. So that's right. up to you and the coaches and the administration. And But um, I'm really looking well, forward to Well, the good to- news is LSU is 90% vaccinated. 
So there's less of a chance that's going to happen up in Baton Rouge. Uh, that was really a, a clarion call to other programs, which, again, their vaccination rates are not high. Uh, and, and I'm with them. Again, at this point, you've had an opportunity to be vaccinated. Uh, if you love your team and you love your school and ultimately, again, uh, you feel like you want to be part of that, then you should be vaccinated. And if not, you're going to cost your team. So we'll see how that plays out. Terry, appreciate the phone call as All always, right. my man. Good to hear from you. Bye-bye. Look, as far as, uh, as Ogeron on the hot seat, uh, guys, Look, I don't think there's any doubt he's on the hot seat. He was 5-5 five and five last year, coming off a championship um, year. Uh, again, uh, I- instead of being in a situation where uh, he was, uh, was, again, more worried about re- repeating uh, that championship, he was basking in the glow of the championship. He didn't do enough, again, to be able to get this team ready. And part of that is proven by, again, not interviewing the coordinators. That, to me, is a mortal sin. You know, he should have kept that to himself at the end of the day. Uh, you know, then even his comments this week at SEC Media Day. You know, again, I, I, I interviewed the, uh, uh, the coordinators pretending I was a player. Come on, man. Look, he's got to get it right. One thing he can do is he's a master motivator, and, and he's also, again, a great recruiter. Uh, if these two coordinators don't work out, he's going to be in real trouble. Uh, he's not, he cannot survive another, another season where he goes 500. Uh, this, you, that, that last year had to be an anomaly that you can point to uh, COVID-19 as the issue. When in essence, it was, again, him basking in the glow of winning a championship. Again, from hanging out on the beach and, and, and uh, you know, to, to not being in Baton Rouge and, and dealing what he had to deal with in terms of, again, making this program, uh, again, a, a, a program that could defend the championship. So it is what it is. Now, look, you lost a lot of really good players, right? Uh, you know, when you lose a Joe Burrow and, and, of course, so many players they lost off that team, and then, of course, the defection then season, a lot of, a lot of things didn't go his way. But, again, it's a mortal sin uh, when you have everything on the line and, and again, the, the most crucial positions on your coaching staff and you don't interview them. You just, again, just think, it's, again, you can just uh, drop anybody in and it's going to work. Come on. The other part of it is he's not Woodward's guy. And at the end of the day, if you're not, if you're not the guy, the athletic director, he's got no ties to you. So as much as some people love him because he's from Louisiana, uh, you know how the tables will turn. He goes with another losing season this year. Now, do I forecast that? No, I do not. I think they're going to have a very good year, but there is a possibility, again, that things could go awry. You never know. Uh, but, yes, he's on the hottest of hot seats. Him and David Griffin are sharing a hot couch right now. There's no doubt about it. All right, we'll take a break. We come back and talk a little bit about the New Orleans Saints. Also going to be joined by um, Catherine Terrell, the athletic. Uh, she'll join us at 535. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. In the market for a new air conditioning system? Look, you're going to get a bunch of prices, and you should, okay, in today's world. You need to know, again, first of all, again, if you're getting the best price for the brand that you're getting for your home or your business. But on top of that, you need service after the sale. You need a company you can rely on, a company you can trust. You need to be, again, thinking, man, did I get the best price? When they're working on my system, are they, are they only fixing the things that, again, that, are, uh, that need to be repaired? I mean, there's a lot of things that go into this. Call Burkhardt. At least let them give you a price. See what I've been talking about again uh, for, for, the la- for the last few years and also, again, what I've known for the last 30 years. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, they will treat you like family. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry, authorized to service all brands. It's a no-brainer. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime 
at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by SmartMouth, the only 24-hour mouthwash with twice daily use. There's nothing that'll scare your hot date away faster than bad breath. Luckily, SmartMouth mouthwash has got your back for 24 full hours with two rinses a day. SmartMouth is available anywhere mouthwash is sold, so pick up a bottle today or visit SmartMouth.com to learn more. Look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also be mindful of delays if you're traveling along the Pontchartrain Expressway on the westbound side. Backups are steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Delays are steady on 10 eastbound from just past the Legion Fields to the high rise. Also be mindful of the delays on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm Ed Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Hope you're enjoying the program. Arnie Philco will join us in the first hour. Uh, that'll be up on the podcast. Catherine Terrell will join us in uh, the second hour around 5.35 this afternoon. Uh, if you missed yesterday's program, and a lot of people did because of the power outage, 
that happened uh, uh, in downtown New Orleans with supposedly some animal that went into a substation that knocked the entire city downtown out. Uh, we, uh, we have everything up on the podcast for you right now on all our major podcasting platforms. We talked about the Pelicans. We talked about the Saints. We talked about the NBA Finals. I also talked about, again, the uh, situation that went on on Friday here in New Orleans. And I, I've just talked about it on social media. I discussed it on the program yesterday uh, about, again, the uh, uh, Edwin Edwards and, of course, um, his funeral proceedings uh, lying in state in the, ca- in the state capitol. Uh, the fact that the mayor has pretty much uh, uh, is running unopposed uh, because there's really not a major candidate running against her when qualification ended on Friday. And, of course, former city council member uh, Oliver Thomas, who had been convicted of uh, steering contracts and bribery when he uh, was a former city council member in the aftermath of Katrina. Uh, of course, a lot of that happened before Katrina uh, when he was a council member. But um, nevertheless, he has qualified for the District East seat. So I had a commentary on that as well. You can catch that on our podcast. We posted that uh, this afternoon for you at your leisure. I want to talk about the Saints, though, before we uh, head into Catherine Terrell's segment. You know, campus right around the corner, about, what, a week and a half or so away. And if the Saints don't find a way to be able to upgrade certain positions on this team, they are in trouble. And there's no other way to put it. Uh, Anyamata, uh, having the situation where, again, he was suspended, really uh, put a lot of pressure on the interior of the defensive line. Now, they have to find a veteran uh, to be able to come in and, and, uh, and augment that, that uh, position position. Cornerback is also a position of need. Wide receiver, a veteran receiver. You need a veteran receiver in case some of these other young receivers really don't come into their own. Uh, linebacker is one that I continue to point to, if not just because of uh, the unknown with, again, the young players, but also uh, you got to look at, at, other, at other situations, which is, again, the possibility of um, Demario Davis going down. Look, I, I've said all along they got to get lucky this season, okay, when it comes to injuries. But it seems like the bad luck's been hanging around since the offseason began. And look, it started with uh, the COVID-19 revenue losses for the NFL, where, again, they could have made a, a situation where they could have bounced, they could have increased the cap, spread out those losses over, over uh, several years, and, and it wouldn't have been as, as, as of a tough situation on a team like New Orleans, which was already dealing with dead money from Drew Brees' contract, and it could have been robbing to pay, Peter to pay Paul uh, for about a decade. The inability to sign Ryan Ramshack to a long-term deal really opened up the door for losing all those starters and that quality depth on the roster because of the COVID-19 revenue losses. And it really derailed the Saints' cap plan, something that Mickey Loomis talked about on, on, on a recent podcast. You know, they had this thing ready to go uh, as, as far as, you know, who was going to be able to stay and who was going to be able to go. Josh Hill ends up going to the Lions and then ultimately uh, is uh, he retires from football. Quan Alexander was, was cut because of his contract and the Achilles injury. Maybe he'll be back. Emmanuel Sanders, again, you could have utilized him for one more year. He ends up signing with the Bills. Janoris Jenkins, which might be the biggest loss on this team right now, signs with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, you got a situation with Jared Cook who ends up going with the Chargers. Nick Easton, uh, again, gone. He was probably one. He, he was the best, uh, among the best guards you had on this team, okay, even though, again, he played in, in a more of a backup role. You could count on him. Malcolm Brown traded to the Jaguars with only a $5 million contract. Morstead, because of his back injury and, and his contract, let go. Uh, Sheldon Rankin signs a two-year deal with the, with the Jets. Craig Robinson, who was, again, the, uh, the, the, the anchor of that defense, well, again, the, the elder statesman, he's not back. 
you look at Justin Hardy, a, a phenom on, on, on special teams, signed a three-year deal with the Jets. Uh, you know, you've got uh, Breeze that retires. So you got Jameis Winston and, 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 and Taysom Hill vying for the quarterback position. Uh, Michael Burton goes away. Uh, you look at, um, uh, you know, Trey Hendrickson signing a four-year deal with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, even, again, a guy like Cameron Tom, who had been a guy that had been in and out the lineup but was a solid backup for you, moves on. And, of course, even though Anzalone, had, again, wasn't what he had, had uh we had thought that he would be when he was coming out of Florida, often injured. He signs with the Lions. So you look, you're looking at, you know, again, a, a core of players that were one of the reasons why this team won so many games all over the last few years. Uh, by re-signing Ramshack, you could have held on to some of those players. So then you got the arrest of Lattimore, which really took away the option to re-sign him to a long-term deal. So his cap number could have been lowered. That would allow the team to hold on to even more starters in quality depth. You see where I'm going here? And then, of course, the bad luck we found out about last week, which, again, was just stupidity on the part of David Onyemata. Because all you have to do is go to the training staff and say, this is what I'm taking, let them analyze it, get back to you, and then, of course, you'll know whether you can utilize the, uh, utilize the supplement or not. Out for six games. Six games. Come on. Uh, you cannot look at this roster on paper and say they're as good as they were last year. I mean, you really got to take off the black and gold glasses if you're willing to admit that. Uh, I mean, it, it's amazing when you really go through it. I've been going through the roster for the last couple, uh, last couple of weeks and just looking at it and going, man, this is not the same team, not even close to the same team. Now, look, this is all before camp starts and, 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 and injuries happen, right? Well, it's a wait-and-see situation. But look, look at all the all-knowns, all, all these unknowns, okay? There's a lot of them. First of all, who's going to be the next quarterback? What scheme will they run depending on who the quarterback's going to be? Who steps up at wide receiver? Who steps up at, at, at the tight end position? Who's going to be your punter? Who steps up at defensive tackle again, and will they add a veteran now that Onyemata's out for six games? Who's going to play opposite Cam Jordan? A lot of unknown there. Who's going to play alongside Demario Davis? Do we know with these young linebackers? No, we don't. Who Again, what, can the young linebackers play, and can they play at an NFL level? We have no idea if that can happen. Who's going to start on cornerback opposite Lattimore? And then who's going to be the starting cornerback when Lattimore serves his suspension? And then how long will his suspension be? You get the drift where I'm going here? Uh, can Malcolm Jenkins stay healthy and play at the same level he did last year? Uh, you know, again, he's aging as a veteran to play that safety position. And then where's the locker room leaders with Breeze going? I'm talking about that vacuum of leadership with him walking out the door. More questions than we've seen with this team in years, folks. So how can anyone say for certainty this is a playoff team? Even on paper, okay? I believe, that again, that they can, they, can, they can be a playoff team, but I think there are too many uncertainties. And so far, the football gods haven't smiled on them this offseason. So that's an issue. It's an issue. Those are a lot of questions going into camp. And, again, they haven't strapped it on for camp yet. All right, let's grab a phone call before we go to break and we bring on Catherine Terrell. Jack is in River Ridge. Hey, Jack, how you doing? Good afternoon, Eric. How are you? Good afternoon, Eric. Doing great, Jack. Thanks for the call. Hey, Eric, if, if, uh, if Drew wins the world title tonight, you think we can get him to retire from the NBA and come in and play cornerback? <laughs> yeah, I mean, tell you what, he can body, body up body to, to a receiver like, like he bodies up against CP3. You got something there, brother. And, and Eric, I, uh, man, uh, like you were saying before to Arnie, um, you know, it wouldn't. Uh, I, I was. I've been rooting for Drew, but I mean, it, it certainly wouldn't hurt me if Monty and, and CP3 would have won the championship. So, sure. and, and it still might happen. You know, they got to get it done tonight. 
I mean, look, your back's against the wall. You see what kind of team you got tonight, right? I mean, again, everything's on the line. You will find out how good the Suns really are tonight. And, uh, again, how good of a coach Monty is because you got to adjust. Again, you make some adjustments. We saw the adjustments that have been made by Milwaukee, and they have worked. Now, again, they have to readjust in, in, in terms of what the Suns need to do. And one of those things is you got to find a way to, to free up CP3. Uh, he has been completely shut down for the most part uh, by Drew Holiday. Look, you look at 21 points last game. I'm talking about his ability to be a playmaker and, and to orchestrate right. what's happening on the court. That has been stymied by Drew, by Drew Holiday. Well, I think, um, I think what the box did was really smart because, because, because of, you know, you know, Drew's body type, you know, and, and, and what a great defender he is. He can shut down CP3. He's just too physically imposing. Now Booker, Booker's not as good as facilitating, and mm-hmm. so, um, so you, you know, if, if, okay, Booker might get his points, but he maybe he misses chances for the other guys on the court, you know, yes. to be open and and, and to get them involved. But, I agree. Uh, it's what I talked about in the first hour. I mean, yeah, he's getting his forty, but at what expense? The rest of the team is not getting involved. Like when you see with CP3 uh, getting out of the baskets and uh, again, uh, you know, maybe hustling to to, to the boards, etc. I mean, you got guys on that team that that, that can that can score. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, Aiden obviously is a guy that needs CP3 to get him set up. Crowder's a guy that can you, you can utilize on the three-point line. Mikael Bridges is, is, a, is, again, a complimentary player. Cam Johnson Cam Johnson needs an opening on the three-point line to be able to knock his shot down. I mean, there's a lot of things you look at that CP3 can facilitate if he's got the ball in his hand. But if Booker's got the ball in his hand, he's looking to score. That means everybody else is standing around. And, and look, I, I know you got to get 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 going, but look, I, I just want to agree with you about the Saints. I, I don't know, I, I don't know how people can look at this roster and look at what's here right now and believe they're anywhere close to what they were, you know, the last few years when Breeze was here. Because okay, you don't know who you, the other corner is. You don't know how long the suspense is going to be, you know, for, for your main corner. Yeah. Um, um, w- when you look at the defense, the two best defensive players are now thirty-two years old. You, you, you don't, you don't know. Um, Anything else you're going to have on the, the rest of the guys on the defensive line? I mean, uh, you know, I'm not ready to give up. Uh, uh, the uh, I'm sorry, the kid they drafted from uh, from uh, Texas, from you know, the, the guy they traded the picks for, the defensive end. Um, you know, everybody's ready to give up. Peyton on. Turner. Oh, you're talking about Davenport. Davenport. I'm not ready to give up on him. I I, I see the talent. He just got to find a way to stay on the on the field. But I mean, I he's got to get that done. I mean, that's a question. And, and so, sure. and, and certainly at quarterback, that's a question. Um, um, the, the rest of the offensive line, you know, I mean, not, not, excuse me, the rest of the receivers, not the offensive line. Sure. And, and uh, but I mean, if you were, I mean, if you were starting a team right now, okay, how many of these guys would you keep? You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, you'd keep Ramchak, but I mean, the guys who are getting older, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think. I don't think they're that close to winning the title. You know what I mean? They're definitely further away than they were last year. You don't lose the quality of talent that they lost in the offseason and not replace that talent and then say that you have the same uh, shot that you had last year to win a championship. Now, I just went through about 15 unknowns on this team on, again, question marks that, are, that if you're really looking at it realistically and you don't have your black and gold glasses on, you've got to say, man, those are some real question marks going into this, team, going into this season. Well, you haven't had those question marks the last two or three years. And Eric, one one last thing before I get out. And sure. One thing I'd like to, I'd like to see I'd like to see one of the reporters ask Peyton is 
how much of a difference is it? You know, if, if Taysom wins the uh, wins the wins the starting job, he's unlike everybody else that might play quarterback for them. You know, who right. you know, besides Jameis, besides whoever else is, the, I assume they'll keep a third quarterback. So, so I, I mean, how much of a difficulty is that? You know, you, you know, if you did have to, you're talking about the, the scheme offense. changing. Yeah, you're talking about the right. difference in the scheme. No, I, I agree with you. Taysom, what Taysom does well is different than what, than what Winston does well. So the scheme is going to change. There's no doubt about that. So what scheme are you going to run? That was one of my questions as well. Now I'm with you 100% on everything you've asked and, and said because it is too many unknowns here. Always appreciate the phone call, my friend. Thank Thanks you. so much for joining us. Jack and River Ridge, we break, we come back. Catherine Chell, The Athletic, maybe she can answer some of these questions. We'll find out next. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apathy. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceanic Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Meehan Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Uncle Bear's Dry Rub is a uniquely crafted blend of spices made right here in Louisiana. A perfect partner for meat, fish, veggies, and more. More ingredients, more flavor. Uncle Bear's Dry Rub. It's grizzly good, y'all. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! 
Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. With round-the-clock protection at a great price, your progressive policy works the way it's supposed to. Unlike this unenthusiastic hype man. Okay, everybody, let's make some noise. Put your hands up. Or not. It's your call. Here we go now. Here we go. Switch to Progressive today. It is electric in here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 p.m. It is my pleasure to bring on Catherine Terrell. She covers the New Orleans Saints for The Athletic. Catherine, how you doing? Doing great. How are you? Doing fantastic. Before we get started, I'll tell you what, so many great writers for The Athletic, not just locally, but again, nationally and internationally. Uh, it's one of the first places I go in the morning to be able to check out what's happening in the news. Tell the folks how they can subscribe. Well, um, obviously, I write for The Athletic uh, with myself and Larry Holder. Um, we're always running specials and one-week free trials, so just uh, hop on over to theathletic.com and, and try us out, especially with training camp coming up in uh, just over a week. Yeah, and of course, uh, not not too soon, that's for sure. Looking forward to that. Catherine, I, I talked about it before you came on. Uh, I don't know how anybody that, again, that is a Saints fan, those that, again, that are watching from afar, or those that really kind of follow this team very, very closely, can look at this team and not admit to themselves uh, that maybe for the first time in a long time, there are some real question marks about this team going into this season. I mean, more than we've seen in quite a while on both sides of the ball. Yeah, definitely. I think that if you look at the roster, they really didn't get better at any position this year. Uh, honestly, I mean, maybe you could say the offensive line, stayed the same so that's good but other than that I think that they downgraded at a lot of positions because of the salary cap issues so uh, it's going to take a, a lot of work from some of the younger players to be as good as last year if that's even possible you know without Drew Brees I, I certainly think that they can still be competitive this year but I think that they're going to have to have some big performances from some guys we've never heard of and they're going to have to step up in training camp I 100% agree. And on top of that, they, they again, they got somewhere between 11 and $12 million to spend right now. I think, uh, you know, maybe you might have been hoarding that to maybe sign your own and, and maybe get some cap relief for next year. Uh, but now you're in a situation where your back's really against the wall with the suspension of Anya Mata for six games, still need to be able to play, replace Janoris Jenkins at the opposite cornerback position. You have no idea how long a lot of more suspension is going to be. So, again, you have a, a situation there. And then, of course, some real unknowns in terms of, again, quality, uh, depth, uh, and, and maybe even starting and starters when it comes to the wide receiver position. Three places where you could definitely use an infusion of a quality veteran or two. Yeah, and it just depends on how much it's going to cost. I think that they have a lot of money right now for them. They still have to use a lot of that money to get through the season. You know, the practice squad alone costs $2 million or something like that. So it's not quite as much as people think, but the way they structure contracts, they certainly should be able to sign a veteran or two. The problem is by waiting this long, you have veterans that come with a lot of baggage. Uh, all the defensive tackles available are – 
Well, most of the named defensive tackles available are in their mid-30s at this point, and a lot of them are coming off significant injuries. And it's really the same with cornerbacks. There's really not that many left. you got a couple that have been good in the past, but not a whole lot to choose from. So you either kind of sign on these guys and take a gamble on it, or you make a trade. And that's hard to do because I don't know where they're going to go with their quarterback situation beyond this year. So you kind of need to have as many draft picks as possible if, I guess, worst-case scenario, you need to be drafting a quarterback high mm-hmm. uh, in 2022. So a lot of things to still get done. I'm, I'm kind of surprised to see that they haven't really made a move at the cornerback position yet with training camp uh, 10 days away. When, when you left New Orleans for a while and uh, for ESPN, you were covering the Cincinnati Bengals. Geno Atkins has, has, has a tie back to New Orleans. His dad, Gene Atkins, was a uh, safety for the, uh, uh, for the black and gold, uh, one of the hardest-hitting safeties in the history of, 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 of the Saints. Uh, you got a chance to see him up close in person with the Bengals. He's coming off an injury, uh, but, again, I suppose he's been cleared to play. What type of player is he, and is he a guy you think the Saints would be interested in? Well, I think in his prime, Geno Atkins was one of the best players at his position. The problem is I don't know how much the last few years have taken a toll on him. He was dealing with that rotator cuff injury last year, wasn't the same player. He is, I believe, 33 now. So we're not talking about the Geno Atkins that we saw at 25. And yet I do still feel like he has something left in the tank, especially if you're kind of looking for a short-term rental, I guess, so to say. Problem is, I think other teams are going to be looking at him, too, and I don't know if he's going to want to go somewhere where it's kind of clear that, okay, well, we're looking at you to start for X amount of games and then become a rotational player afterwards. But, I mean, there's a couple of guys still out there, too, but if I were looking at that position, then Gino would probably still be my top choice. So, I mean, i got to think that the Saints are, are kind of looking but, you know, they knew that they were going to be in this position before we did, uh, yes. before we heard about it from Animata. So, I mean, I assume that they probably started that process. I mean, you'd hope. Uh, yeah. I, I can't imagine that they're okay with the defensive line or the defensive tackle position as it stands now. I would agree. A lot of, lot of, lot of chatter about Xavier Howard. Uh, the first question I have is, if you make a move with Xavier Howard, would it co- what will it cost you? And then can you afford to have a Xavier Howard and a Marshawn Lattimore on the same team? Ooh, well, you know how expensive cornerbacks can be. That's why uh, there's really like no good ones still hanging around. They're just so hard to find. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm sure you, you wouldn't get him cheap. I mean, he's 28 years old, so he's definitely got a lot of good years left. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, that's probably the, the guy a lot of people are going to be looking at. So, man, I don't know. I think that sometimes I try to predict these trades and how much they're going to cost, and then they really surprise me um, with you know them being way higher or way lower. But I think uh, when it comes to quarter, quarterbacks, I think you're right, and it would have to be a trade probably. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Next year would be really tough because they're still up against the cap. Like when you yes. look at – 2022 and even if the cap was at its ceiling they're still over it already so it's kind of 
going to be the same situation where they're going to have to make a lot of moves to get under. And I know it's like this every year, but I feel like next year is the last year they're really going to have to do that before, you know, Breeze's money is off the books and they can kind of maybe not be so over the line or so close to the line. Right. I don't know. And, of course, the number of players that are still going to be unrestricted next year. I've talked about on this program for a lot, long time now. You know, Lattimore has a, has, has a contract that's coming up. Uh, Armstead, you know, if you don't re-sign Armstead, it's $13.5 million dead money that you're going to have to eat. Uh, and, again, he's in his prime. Davenport, Marcus Williams, either Winston or Hill, or, or maybe both won't be re-signed. Or maybe, you know, uh, uh, P-Rob, uh, P.J. Williams, uh, you know, Traquan Smith. There's a lot of players that are considered core players right now that their contracts come up next year as well. So, again, you got that issue. And then you just mentioned, if you're going to go after Xavier and Howard, they're probably going to want a starter and maybe picks. Uh, and are you willing to give up the picks with the unknown at the quarterback position for next year? Right, that's the big thing. It's why I was saying this year when leading up to the draft that I didn't think that they should be making a huge move in the first round for any player other than a quarterback. And obviously, you know, they were eyeing some corners. So the Saints often view things differently than the rest of us and kind of just try to make the moves to make the team better now. But I guess a lot of us are kind of looking at, okay, well, what happens next? And, you know, I'm not – Sold that the quarterback position is is going. I, I'm not sold that the one of the two quarterbacks in the roster now is going to be the mm-hmm. quarterback next year for a lot sure. of reasons. Either either neither one of them is good and they move on, or one of them's really good and then you got to pay them. And uh, I don't know. I mean, they always seem to find a way, but sure. it involves other people being let go, just like you said. So. Uh, it's it's an interesting, I guess, conundrum with the quarterback situation and how that affects the rest of the team. And I'd like to take it to the next level. Catherine Terrell of The Athletic is our guest. And this was mentioned by a caller, and I mentioned it a little bit earlier when I went through the question marks for this year's team. What scheme will they run? I mean, the scheme that, that Taysom Hill is going to run is going to be different than, a, than the scheme that, uh, that Winston is going to flourish in. So how do you determine who's going to be your starter? And then, again, how that scheme changes to what we've been used to seeing with Drew Brees. i got to believe Winston's going to play a scheme that Brees would play a little bit easier than maybe a Taysom Hill would, where you want to utilize his skills uh, of maybe, again, uh, on the move, running the football, et cetera. Yeah, that's the interesting part because – they're two very different quarterbacks. So you'd think that they're not going into the end of July not having some idea about what this offense is going to look like because people, I think, don't quite realize that during training camp, a lot of teams are actually already looking towards their first two games and starting to prepare for them way earlier than we know about. So, I mean, with that being said, you kind of need to know who your quarterback is very quickly uh, because I can't, they're not going to, it's not going to be the end of August and suddenly they're shaping their offense. It's not how it works. So either they have an idea or they're going to wrap it up pretty quickly. Now they might not let us, they might not clue us into that, but I think that they will want it to be wrapped up as quickly as possible because honestly teams don't, it's not, you know, it's not often that there's a true quarterback competition in camp. It almost never happens, and it's probably partially for that reason. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's interesting, and I think that I just can't wait, I guess, for next Thursday to see if we kind of get a sense of that. If, if it's truly, an, 
even competition or if they've already kind of started to decide, hey, this is the direction we want to go in. Yes, and, and, and to your point, look, at a lot of the installations happened uh, again in the off season here. I mean, you're going into camp, you're practicing what has been installed, but the playbook is already out there. You've already been through the classroom uh, work, so you've got a pretty much an idea of what, you know, again, the scheme is going to be. Quan Alexander said to be visiting the Saints. Uh, can you confirm that? I have not been able to confirm that yet, but that wouldn't surprise me at all. It makes perfect sense to me. Maybe I just don't really trust the Saints' ability to develop linebackers and so I'm, I'm, you know, you got this guy who actually played pretty well for the Saints until he got hurt. So, yeah, it makes perfect sense to have him around. I know people say, well, why would you want to kind of have someone in front of this linebacker who just drafted last year and the year before? But you know, sometimes they don't always come along on the time table we want them to. So, sure, um, wouldn't surprise me if they can pay him that they would want him around. Now, yesterday it was reported the Saints in Jacksonville would have a dual practice, and then there were uh, some other reports that, that was erroneous. Uh, is, is that, uh, is that uh, uh, correct? Are they going to practice together here in Metairie? No, that was wrong. I think that I, I don't know what the – there was obviously a mistake, but there aren't any practices, and I've heard it from both sides that there are no plans right now for them to practice together. Now, is that COVID-19 related? Is that why? Uh, I, I think it just didn't work out. I think they talked about it. It's just one of those things that maybe, I don't know if the timing didn't work out or not. But, uh, no, I don't think so because I think, I think there are teams, you know. Yeah, I thought they were teams that were going to practice together, yes. So, yeah, so I don't think it had anything to do with that. Uh, can, can you answer this question? Because this was a question that was brought up to me last week. I was under the impression that uh, once Onyemata announced that, that he was being suspended, that he had already gone through the appeal process. Do you know if he's gone through the appeal process and that had been turned down, or is he still in the possibility of appealing that suspension? Yeah, as far as I know, um, once, once it becomes public knowledge, they've already gone through the appeals process and kind of so. exhausted it. That's why when he tweeted, he said he was facing punishment. I think um, he already knew like he, he wasn't going to be able to change that. I think if he wanted to fight that, he would have mm-hmm. to go to court like the star caps situation. But I don't. it kind of feels like he's just going to accept it and serve the punishment. It's a real blow, man. So You know it as well as I do. That's a real blow considering all the losses they had along that defensive tackle position uh, with Rankins and, and, and Brown moving on and <laughs> – I mean, just it's going to be tough, man. Counting on some young players that are going to have to really step up. Yeah, he was playing great, and I think that this is a guy who's just getting better every year because he didn't play much football when he was younger. So to kind of bring that to a halt uh, is, you know, not ideal. And the fact that they didn't really, they didn't make him uh, effort to keep Sheldon Rankins. I mean, I get it at the time. It was a luxury they couldn't afford, but, you know, of course, in hindsight, it's easy to say, oh, I mean, they would really love to have him around, but, you know, it's not possible now, so they're just going to have to hope that uh, one of these young guys uh, steps up, just like you said. Um, I think some of them have potential, but so far that's all we've seen, uh, potential, so um, they got to 
kind of it's take right, a step it's right around there. the corner. I know you can't wait to get into the heat and humidity of New Orleans at, at, at camp. Hopefully, again, uh, we, we'll see some uh, cooler temperatures like we've seen uh, over the last uh, few weeks based on, again, what July normally is. What you got coming up for us in the athletic? Well, we'll be running the rest of our position preview series over the next few days. We'll have roster projections, and we'll have tons of observations starting next week and throughout training camp of everything that's going on in camp and what's going on with the quarterback situation. So got a ton of content coming up, really excited about it, and can't wait to get to work. Can't wait to see it, to, to read what you write. Love, love what you do, Catherine. Thanks so much for your time today. Look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Catherine Terrell of The Athletic uh, joining us right here on Inside the Walls. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. It's pretty simple. AC goes down. I don't want you to sweat it. I don't want you to get nervous. I don't want you to start tossing things around. I don't want you to kick the dog. I just want you to remember acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Burkhardt has trucks set up strategically all over the metropolitan area, 15 in total, Nate certified technicians, and, of course, they're on call. They answer the phone 24-7, 365. Your AC goes out, call Burkhardt. Burkhardt will be out there no matter what brand it is. They're authorized to service it, and they'll get you up and running doing only the work that's necessary. For a company you can trust, it's acpromise.com. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousse of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression, oh yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our 
our customers. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apathy. It's time to bank with a new perspective. At Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union, we see people. People with homes. People that want to save more. And those that want convenient online and mobile banking. Join Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union and become a member today. Almost anyone can join. We offer free checking, convenient locations, and great rates on home and auto loans. Over 52,000 of your neighbors are already banking with us. Join today at jeffersonfinancial.org and learn what we have to offer. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, I want to thank Catherine Terrell, the athletic, for joining us. Also, Arnie Philco. Uh, also, I want to thank, we'll be back in studio. Got to thank all the fantastic sponsors that sponsor our program. Really appreciate each and every one of them. Uh, and thank you for supporting those sponsors. I hear it all the time when I speak to sponsors. You guys going into their place of business. Again, uh, frequenting those sponsors. Thank you for doing it. Uh, been doing it for 19 years, man. I can't thank you enough. It's the reason why this program is on the air. I say it all the time. There's no me without you. Without the support of, again, uh, these sponsors and you supporting those sponsors, it's not happening. I appreciate each and every one of you going out there and supporting those sponsors. Remember, ericatcher.com, slideshow, the sponsor, sponsor our program. Click on the icon of that sponsor. It'll take you right to their website. All right. Uh, want to make sure you guys uh, know that the podcast from yesterday is already up on the website, uh, the Anchor uh, app. Uh, and, of course, today's podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the program ends. Hope you had a blast. I really enjoyed bringing the show to you. We'll do it all over again tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Coming up next, keep it locked and loaded right here on 106.1 FM. My man, Jude Young, is going to have all access for you. Until tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock, my name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. We ain't going to lose no more without a fight. Better know.